expectation is the root of all heartache. William Shakespeare. Hey, it's Jen from the future, popping into this episode to let you know it wasn't actually William Shakespeare that said that quote. Apparently, he's credited for this quote regularly, but he didn't actually say it. I would love to tell you who did, but I couldn't find the answer to that. Now back to the episode. Welcome to Beauty and the Gee. I'm Jen Eads, a blue belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. She's full of curiosity again. I know. I kind of hit a little lull there. That's all right. That's yeah. Okay. I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu brown belt, still obsessed with jujitsu. And today we are talking about realigning your jujitsu expectations because recently mine have felt a little out of alignment. Okay. Okay. A little frustrated, a little like I might have said, I'm going to do jujitsu until camp and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> camp usually rejuvenates people. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, okay. All right. I'll just make it, it to camp. Make it to camp. Yep. Good thing I already paid for camp all up front. <laughs> So here's the thing. If you're feeling burnout on jujitsu, if you're thinking about quitting, come to camp. Yeah, truly. <laughs> come to camp. Make it your last hurrah, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, but we do still have some spots open. So I highly suggest you come to camp. And it did a world of good for me last year because I, I remember kind of being in a little funk again. Yeah. That yeah. time. Um, also, if it sounds a little different uh, than how we normally sound, it's because we're actually recording at school. Yeah, we're at the gym today. So. Yay! Before class. <laughs> so we'll see if anybody tries to yank the door open. <laughs> right. Because we're managing all of the things. So my frustration, it, it, it really, it didn't come from a place of like, I should be tapping people and all that kind of stuff. It's right. more from, well, there were, there were two areas because okay. there can't just be one. Um, one was like, why do I keep getting caught in the same stuff? It was like the same arm bars, the same triangles. Like, what's, what's going on here? That was a little frustrating. The second thing was, um, why don't I know what to do when I'm rolling with a higher rank? And they're actually giving me the space to practice things. And then I just freeze up like a little deer in the headlights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I just felt dumb. And then I got to beat myself up on the way home since they didn't do a proper job of beating me up during the round. <laughs> Like, it's cool. I've got it from here. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got you purple belt. <laughs> I'll do your job for you, I guess. <laughs> right. I mean, why would you give me an opportunity to actually practice anything that we worked on in class? Yeah. Okay. So which one do you want to address first? Oh, let's talk about the um, frustration. Because I would like to hear your thoughts like about like why I keep getting caught in the same mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Because... I had some thoughts around it, but you know, yeah. since you're my coach, I'd really like to hear yours. Okay. All right. Well, you know, they say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and oh, expecting yeah. different results. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my guess without like watching how you're getting caught in an arm bar every time is that you're putting your arm in places. For example, we've been working high collar passing, right? Yes. So yes. that does, if you're not doing it right, definitely puts you at risk for arm bars and triangles. Oh yeah. 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 Um, so a good thing would be to like record your roles if you can so mm -hmm. that you can watch them back and be like, oh, I'm doing this every time. Um, you know, like you're taking your arms away from your body. You're probably getting Kimura a lot. You know, like your elbows aren't close, just things like that. It's probably 
space that you're giving your partner over and over again. Mm -hmm. And you're like, here, take this arm bar. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So what, what have you seen? So I could tell, like, I'm not keeping my arms in. You're not being T-Rex. No, I'm not being T-Rex. And that (laughs) presents a problem. Or Coach Chris always says, you know, keep your enemies close and your elbows closer. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. So it's been one of those things that, you know, I'm just painfully aware of. And when it happens, it's like, oh, yeah. I'm looking at it more as a reminder Mm -hmm. now rather than I just suck at jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. You don't suck. It doesn't mean you suck. Yeah. And like, you know, taking the high collar stuff, for example, that's trying to put something new into your game. Yeah. And so when you're trying to add something new and out of your norm, you're going to get attacked. You're going to be doing it wrong to begin with. You know, like if you're trying a new guard, you're probably getting your guard passed over and over. And you kind of just have to be like, okay, this is what I want, though. Yeah. And so I'm going to keep doing this and keep like micro adjusting until I figure it out and I'm not getting tapped. Yeah. That helps. That's the plan. And I haven't been recording my roles. So that's also helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I think recording helps. Uh, We have a girl that records almost all of her roles and was not recording yesterday and went unconscious. (laughs) And I said, the one time you're not recording, I know you want to see that. (laughs) So. You know, if you can, if your coach allows you, if your partners are good with it, like it's not like you're trying to post it online or anything, Mm -hmm. um, but watch the, be able to watch the playback, you know, watch practice and see how it's going and see what you're doing right or wrong. I always think about recording it during a tournament. Yeah. Gee, that makes all the sense in the world to actually record practice and fix it before the tournament. tournament. Yeah. That's so helpful. (laughs) So glad you're my coach. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I love recording my roles and like, the thing is, you don't have to watch all of it. You know, like yeah. you kind of fast forward through it and be like, what, how did I get to that position? Or like, mm-hmm. how, how did she grab that arm to tap me? I thought I had my elbows close. And then you can see it and go, oh, I see. I did this. I posted on the floor or whatever. Just kind of gives you an idea of how to start fixing it. I like that. plan. There was a coach I used to train with. And when he would want you to put your elbows to your sides, he would say, red alert. So like, that was just a big, like red alert. <laughs> so if you just think about that every time they like start to attack your arm, cause you have your elbow too far, yeah. like red alert, bring it back. <laughs> I will definitely keep that in mind. <laughs> so then the other one was uh-huh. rolling with the upper belt. So do you have a game plan? I'm working on it now, which I think that was a big part of my problem because I feel like it's been inconsistent and all over the place. And I finally was just like, I'm going to pick one guard pull. I'm going to pick one takedown, one sweep. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, couple of thoughts here. Cause one, if you have those things, you're going to know, all right, this upper belt in my guard, this is a sweep I'm trying to do, or this is the submission I'm trying to do. And you're just trying to go for those things. Yeah. Make sure that they go together. Right. Uh-huh. So I don't want a guard pull and a takedown that I can't do interchangeably that I have to completely reset my grips for, reset my stance, anything like that. I want them to be able to go together so that if one fails, I go to the other. Mm -hmm. Or like if I'm pulling guard, what type of guard am I landing in? That's gonna, you know, kind of determine what sweep I'm doing. Yeah. Um, So just kind of making sure like if you're landing in Kesa when you do the takedown, that your submission isn't just from mount. 
because now you have yeah. to get to Mount. You know, like you you can have a submission from Mount, obviously, but just making sure that you have a path to get there and that your game plan is kind of cohesive, I guess. Yeah, I can see where that would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So we're going to run through my game plan after this. (laughs) I just, I picture this weird thing of like you having, you know, like a deck of cards and just random moves written on everyone and just shuffling up. Be like, okay, today I'm going to do an arm bar from mouth and I'm going to (laughs) do. I'm not saying that wouldn't be possible for me to actually show up and do that. (laughs) It kind of sounds fun. (laughs) This is a fun game, but, but yeah, like having a game plan is going to help you like not freeze when you're rolling with the upper belts and they're giving you that space to work. Yeah. You're either doing your game plan or you're trying to hit the move of the day. That's my plan from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you done to like work through these things? One of the first things I did, and this was like a lot of this was Beth because I would come home being a little thundercloud, which never goes over well. (laughs) (laughs) And she finally asked, she's like, why are you doing this? Why did you start doing jujitsu? Was it ever to be good at it? Um, I was like, no, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, it looked fun and cool. And I, it's the only kind of exercise I really like. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. That's why I keep showing up. And then that kind of feeds into, so what are, what are my expectations going back to, you know, expectations are the root of all disappointment. My expectations aren't to go out and win a bunch of tournaments and that's not why I'm doing this. So my expectation is just to show up, get some exercise, hang out with my friends and to just get better every time. That's the expectation now. Yeah. Yeah. Like just make your brain work a little bit in a different way. Yeah. You know, get some physical and mental exercise and hang out with your friends. I love that. Yeah. It's a lot less pressure. Yeah. I'm also making sure that I'm more intentional with my roles and asking more questions after, especially with the higher belts. Yeah. Like, what did I do? How can I fix that? And that seems to be helping rather than just beating myself up because they didn't do it properly (laughs) during the round. (laughs) And then something else that has really shifted is I'm changing how I talk about jujitsu in general. It's not jujitsu is hard because honestly, Jiu-jitsu is just jujitsu. Yeah. Things that were hard as a white belt aren't necessarily hard anymore. Right. There are things that because I haven't practiced them yet consistently, those feel more challenging. But yeah. jujitsu is just jujitsu. And I get to determine how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, you know, like the things you say that you repeat over and yeah. over, that becomes your reality. Yeah. You know, if I think about things like if I'm constantly, you know, like, looking in the mirror going, God, you look tired. You look rough. You look yeah. run down. You look like that's, that's my reality. You yeah. Know? Like you have to kind of do positive affirmations around jujitsu too. Like, you know, remember jujitsu is fun. Jujitsu right. is a good workout. <laughs> jujitsu makes me work my brain, you know, like just the, the more positive spins to it too. Yeah. So I can't run around saying I suck at jujitsu. <laughs> do you have anything to add to changing the language around? jujitsu i think just being mindful of it and just in general like going back to talking about expectations like a big thing i try to do is instead of having expectations have appreciation so just be appreciative that you get to take time to be on the mat that you're able to do jujitsu that sounds good how about any on and off the mat tips for this week um i feel like the 
exchanging expectation for appreciation <laughs> uh, is good for on and off the mat for sure. Um, it's definitely something that I try to work on in all of my life. And then, you know, always we go back to having a game plan so that you know whether the things you're trying to do are working or not. I think for me, both on and off the mat are just, you know, if you're frustrated with something, go back to what are your expectations Yeah, and start there. Yeah. Yeah. And why did you start to begin with? Is that still the reason that you're doing it? And, you know, just what's that look like for you? I like it. Real fast. We didn't, uh, we lost a little footage from our last podcast. And one of the things that we lost was the sponsors for Role Model Camp. Yes. So Role Model Camp is in like four weeks now. It's coming up fast. Coming up fast. So um, there are still some spots to register. We do not have any next gen spots, but we do have adult spots left. If you have a next gen, contact me just in case anybody drops out. But we do have some sponsors we wanted to mention. Uh, Gaidama, Alchemize, Barbell Voodoo, Fuji, the tournaments, and Vita Jiu-Jitsu. So those are all some of our great sponsors that we have this year. I'm very excited. They'll have booths there and everything. So plenty of shopping to do. (laughs) Good. I can start saving. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else before we wrap this up? A couple other quick sponsors that we have are Defense Soap and LMNT. So both of those are donating things to all of the swag bags in addition to the role model gear that you'll be getting. Ooh, that's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. I can't wait for camp. Me either. So close. Don't miss camp, guys. If you're listening to this right now, especially if you're in driving distance, come to camp. That's July 8th through the 10th in Indianapolis, Indiana. Thanks for tuning in. You can connect with us on Instagram at Beauty in the Gee Podcast. We always love to hear from you. And if you know somebody that needs to hear this episode, Maybe you know somebody that is on the struggle bus. Share this episode with them. And if you share it on Instagram or any other social media, make sure that you tag us. I'm also hanging out on Instagram at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman pretty much everywhere you go. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you on the mat. Beauty and the Gee is a production of the Brassy Broadcasting Company and is brought to you by Role Model Grappling.